Hey, this is Nastasha. And this is Felicia, and you're listening to Yogi Confessions Pod. Welcome to episode four of Yogi Confessions Pod. Tonight we have a very special guest. We're super excited to interview the artist Lark. She is a singer, songwriter, and producer of her music, as well as a yoga teacher, an amazing yoga teacher with over a thousand hours of teacher education. So welcome, Lark. Thank you so much for having me, Miss Nastasha. (laughs) (laughs) We're so excited to chat with you. Yeah, I'm excited to chat with you too. I wanted to say be here, but we can't can't be together (laughs) right now. So that's that's kind of lame, but... Yeah, but you know what? That's why I feel like we started this podcast at the right time because it it, it keeps us connected. Um, so just a little history, like Felicia and I met at um, YTT. Right. And yeah. and then she literally the next day, her husband's in the military. So the next day she had to move to California. So we're like separated. Ugh. So this is like a really fun way for us to like have a project together and stay connected. That's wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're so happy that you can, air quotes, be here with us. Um, so if you want to, um, we did like your intro, but if you want to go ahead and tell everybody a little bit about yourself, uh, how you got started in yoga, why you started, sure. all that good stuff. Sure, yeah. Um, well, first of all, it's nice to meet you, Felicia. Uh, I hope we yeah, will get to too. meet face-to-face one day. Um, yeah. But uh yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. And um, I think that the the thing that kicked yoga off for me was uh, just a self-induced injury from um, just overdoing it, doing too much um, excess, like just spin class, teaching spin class, teaching boot camp, doing all of the like personal trainer type uh, workouts that I used to teach and do Mm -hmm. and take and all of that um, because I started out as a personal trainer and I still am I just don't um, really pursue it I just maintain the clientele that I have currently and I've had for 13 years and um, but I got a trapped nerve in my left ankle and um, so it was yeah it was I um I was just rolling my ankle in bed one night, just like trying to work out a kink because I heard clicking and um, it just trapped and like sent this shockwave up my leg. And I was just completely just in so much pain for like three months. I was on crutches and was having like different types of physical therapy and nobody could fix it. And and it's what really um, it really pushed me down the direction that I ended up in because uh, yoga is all about the nervous system and how you can morph your body into good health and when you overdo anything it's going to have adverse effects so balance is the key absolutely element in yoga so yeah so I I practiced there was a my first yoga teacher was Robin Stroop I don't know if you know I'm sure you know her actually Nastasha because you went to Walsingham right yeah so she she was a teacher she's a mother there and then she was teaching or something there but um she is an amazing yoga teacher she lives in Ohio now but uh she always walked in was just like this glowing beautiful woman um with the most like soothing voice I just looked up to her and um I saw her walk by one day I was like what does she do like she is fit she looks amazing (laughs) and um and so I'd heard about her and like I've heard about the yoga class and I wanted to take it and I was like I guess 20 years old at the time. And um, so I was going crazy not being able to exercise because I was on crutches. I was like rolling around in the office chair of our, uh, the owner of the gym where I work at Ironbound Gym, Scott Grafton. He's an amazing man. Um, He let me roll around in the chair so that I didn't have to walk (laughs) on crutches. So my clients would like pull me around the gym and I would instruct them on what to do. Oh my gosh. And uh, I I was in my roller chair one day and she walked by and she's like, you got to come to class. I was like, I can't. What do I do? And um, she's like, no, just trust me. And in two weeks, I was completely healed. And like, that's amazing. Yeah. And two weeks, meaning two classes because it was only once a week. Yeah. 
So, and it was the simple act of putting my body into right alignment and stretching the areas that needed it and getting fresh Mm -hmm. oxygenated blood and nutrients to the area that was inflamed so badly, which you get through yoga. So, um, that just like sent me down a rabbit hole and I was like, I gotta know, (laughs) you gotta know what this is about because this is magic. Yeah, (laughs) seriously, seriously. Literally magic. So after your very first class, were you like hooked or were you still unsure? Oh, were you I was like, hooked. Okay, this I is was, amazing. No, I was hooked because I was good at it. You know how you like, mm-hmm. you like things that you're good at. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was naturally like very like, because I've always been naturally pretty flexible. I've been a dancer growing up and um, so. And you're st- Strong, strong as fuck I'm just <laughs> <laughs> thank you um that's a little bit like genetic too so I can't always take all the credit for the strength but I think my mom gave me that um but so uh yeah I forgot I'm just having a brain fart where were we <laughs> <laughs> no that's okay I was asking if you were hooked already oh, yeah, yeah hooked yeah. after the first class right <laughs> yeah so um <laughs> totally hooked And I enrolled in my um, first teacher training, like, really quick after that. And it was through the woman that, um, she was a good friend of my yoga teacher at the gym. And um, her name is Becky Krieger. And she opened Body Balance in Williamsburg, which is the first yoga studio in Williamsburg. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was, like, one of the first um, yogis here and yoga teachers here. So... I couldn't feel confident though. I've always, I have terrible stage fright. I'm working on getting over this fear that holds me back. I'm not going to say that I have something. I'm not going to own it, but I, Mm -hmm. I am working on getting past having stage fright. Um, And I have been working past it for years, Um, but it comes and goes. And right now it's, it's going, but um, so uh, I needed to have more and more education so that I felt more confident because I think if you teach what you know, then you're going to do a good job. And I just never felt like I knew enough because when you think of yoga, you think of like, there's so many books, there's so many teachers, so, there's so much many information. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so much information. And I felt like the teachers that I have taken from seem to know so much that I don't want to get up there and feel stupid. Like I don't know everything, which is my own insecurity and really stupid anyway, to even think that way <laughs> because, because you just need to do it. But um, I think we all think that way sometimes. Like sometimes I'm like, who do I think I am? Right. Like teaching yoga. Like what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, it, nobody. I mean, if anybody has even just heard a little bit of the word, they should pass it on. It's like I was hoarding a party graha. I needed to like not hold on to um, Mm -hmm. the education that I was getting uh, and I needed to share it, but I was just too focused on Were you just like nervous, like being in front, like teaching a group of people or? I was, but yeah, like I've, I don't know what it was. I had, it's when I can't, I can't even really describe the, the nervousness that I feel when I'm about to teach. It's like, do you still get nervous? Oh, yeah. Every single class, I get nervous. I have to center After myself. After all these years? Oh, yeah. No, I have to. Dang, know. I hope. <laughs> I was hoping my nervousness would go away. No, it won't. <laughs> and that's the thing. Somebody, so many people have told me, like, if you're nervous, that's a good thing. It means you care. And I'm like, oh, God, you don't understand that this shit is bad. Like, my body <laughs> is shaking. And I can't, I feel clammy. And, like, no. Oh. So I go and excuse myself in the bathroom before every class and center myself for at least five minutes because mm-hmm. otherwise I'm just you don't you know, I don't teach as well I have to say my whole this is what I say to myself I say I, I get tall I close my eyes and I say as I move forward in this next segment of my life I intend to learn grow and inspire to speak with grace and wisdom with diction and conviction with love and understanding to find my words, thoughts, and ideas quickly and to ex- execute them successfully, to laugh and to entertain, to be cool, calm, and collected, to have fun and to, do, to teach what I know, to um, do what feels good in my students' bodies and trust that if I feel good, then they might feel good in their bodies and vice versa. So it's like I just, 
I oh my roll gosh, with that's it. That's so beautiful. Thank <laughs> you for sharing that. That of is course. amazing. Of course. Yeah. No, I, I picked up those along the way. Like you just get one and then you add another one and then you add another one, mm-hmm. like whatever you need to, to get your head in that space, to be able to become the vessel. You have to say it to yourself and make it a ritual in order to be the most successful teacher. I love that. Do you feel that like during each class, your nervousness eases up a little oh, bit, it, like as you're going through? Yeah, it becomes the magic. That that nervousness mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. it's almost like it's a needed ingredient for me to like <sighs> wrap the 16. class in. Yeah, it's no, it's it's almost like it's just energy. And I transform mm-hmm. that energy into passion. So like I walk up on this class, this idea of what I want to do and share and like let people experience. And that nervousness just transforms that, that intention that I set channels that energy into action. So the intention that I set in the beginning of class that I ask everyone to set is I say that to myself when I'm asking for, like, I give people a moment of silence to be able to add their own intention. I say that all again over in my head. And so then, wow. it, and then it just channels through my teaching. And it will work that. for you that the way, power, too. The power of words and thoughts is just, like, amazing. Like, if you just say something enough, like, your body and your mind truly believes it. And it's, like, I don't know, every time that I do something like I try to say something like that to myself every day and it's just amazing how it just completely changes your mood and your attitude. Absolutely. Even if you don't believe it, like you have to sometimes like some people disagree with the phrase, fake it till you make it. But in so many ways, I love that (laughs) phrase because it has really carried me through some tough times. And especially when you're feeling nervous and you have to act like you're not. (laughs) Absolutely. Leave that shit at the door. Like you got to just put put on your, your happy yoga bubble and just bounce around the room because that's what's, that's what they expect of you. And that's what you, they deserve. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I love those affirmations. I need to copy you because mine <laughs> what I say to myself right now sounds yeah. more like don't fuck this up don't no fuck this up. <laughs> that's terrible you do have to drop that now like I never know. say that again <laughs> never ever ever I know and the worst part is is that I love like um like when my students are like about to come out of shavasana I always say affirmations for them mm-hmm. and then I'm like I need to say these to myself too like I'm telling them <gasps> You are, you know, you are capable, you are worthy, you are. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to say this to myself too. <laughs> yeah, no, I have the, I have the answer for that because I was told that you should never like put, give that out. Like the meta meditation, the thing I say at the end of class, every class I say, mm-hmm. may, may, um, may you be filled with love and kindness. May you be well, may you be peaceful and at ease. May you be happy and free, love and light to you, my friends. Namaste. I say mm-hmm. that after every class. And in the beginning, I had so little self-love and self-worth. And I, I mean, my life was not easy growing up. And uh, yoga was the other thing that saved my life was like, it it took me into such a good place from where I was. But um, like, until you feel that self-love, until you feel the, the the things you're saying, you really should say, now repeat these words after yourself, uh, after me to yourself. And then, Nastasha, you would be saying, yes, and that because you can't, you don't have that to give to them. You need to give that to yourself and then they can give it to themselves. And it's better that way anyway, because the students need to learn how to say it to themselves too. So by, so by saying, repeat these thoughts, repeat these words after me in your mind silently, may I be filled with loving kindness. May I be well, it'll work for both of you better. That's amazing. And then when so you do feel a, those things, then you can start to say those things and you, and then they'll feel it all the more. So, so when you do these affirmations for yourself, Lark, um, do you, do you say them out loud? Do you say them silently? Do you feel that it's more powerful for you one way or the Absolutely. other? I think that um, when you think it, and especially if you, so there's different levels of how strong the intention can be. And so I think that the weakest way is to like have it in your mind, what you know you need to do, not to actually like Mm -hmm. go through the words in your mind, but to just like, okay, I know the general intention that I have have, and I know all the words I would say in this, but I'm not going to actually say them all. So it's like, 
you know it going into it, but you're only going to get that much back. The, the return, what do you put out, you're going to get back. So if you only go that far, you're not going to get much. So, and then if you say in your mind quietly, all of those things that I said, then you'll get them back that much. If you say it aloud, you'll get it back even more. You'll be that much more collected, cool, calm, and wise. Um, and if you write it down, that is the strongest way. So writing it down, like oh. taking it and turning it into a, um, a tangible form of intention, <clears throat> that's the strongest. And then if you couple that with a group, so that's why I always say, now add on any, anything that you'd like to our collective intention, using this practice as a vehicle to bring us where we'd like to be in life, using our collective energy as a whole to strengthen all of the intentions in this room. That's what I do in the beginning of class so that, so that everybody's intention has a much stronger way home. Hmm. That's amazing. That's, cool. that's really cool. <laughs> So that's, these are all the little things that I've picked up through all these teacher trainings. Oh, I trainings. love it. Thank you yeah. for sharing. Which is why I'm your... so excited. We're going to do a teacher training as soon as the quarantine lifts. And I'm going to lead some more. Because I feel like at this point, it's like kind of screwed up if I don't share the knowledge that I have to you. Yeah, don't be selfish. I know. Don't be, no hoarding. No hoarding. <laughs> um, but yeah. So when did you know, like, exactly, like, that you wanted to teach and not just practice? Like, when did you really feel like, I, I want to teach um, yoga? It had been, I think it was, at, it was after my third 200-hour teacher training. And I was with my very favorite teacher, who I think was the most amazing teacher in the world, um, whom I'm not even in touch with anymore. But um, she's been, I mean... Shannon Hardy is her name. I don't know if you've taken from her. She taught at Body Balance for a few years, and she taught at our gym for a few years. Um, but she's moved, so I think she lives in Richmond now. But um, she had her first teacher training. She taught her first teacher training and had 20 trainees sign up. And I was one of the lucky ones to get to practice with her. And it was like what I would compare to, like, like the Rolls Royce of teacher training. She brought out all the stops and made it so special. And the group was so amazing, as I know that you know what that means to be like in the company of such amazing people. It's like this was the group of people. And um, it was like, I felt like in that training, I wasn't just participating as a trainee at that point. I was assisting Shannon because she and I had become such close friends um, and like just able to, when called upon, speak like I'm speaking now. Like I had enough knowledge at that point that I could mm -hmm. actually interject and it was helpful. So um, not interject uh, unsolicited. Like I, I was respectful of yeah, my, participate. my teacher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not leading, but participating. And um so yeah, that's that's when I knew, and when my my peers were starting to come to me, that's that's when I knew that I needed um, to teach. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Thanks. So so this is kind of random, but I don't know if you if you've listened to our our podcast at all. But last week we did an episode on. Um, poses that we. <laughs> I saw that. I didn't cause... hear it, but I saw. That. I thought that was cute. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, so um, we wanted to know what your favorite and least favorite yoga poses are and see if any of them are the okay. same. <laughs> okay, well, I can tell you that I know that my most hated uh, pose for years was eagle pose until I could finally wrap my foot um, because I was buff. Mm -hmm. Like, I had, like, I'm... I, I'm not, not buff now, but like my muscles are supple now back when I used, when I started yoga and for years, it took a while for my body to like go from being like rock hard to being like supple muscle that actually like bends and moves. Um, and so I couldn't get my foot to wrap around my, like I couldn't get my thighs to, to hug tightly enough to get my foot. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so I would literally make this face when she would say, <laughs> and I'm like, Go now inhale, sweep your arms up overhead, exhale, right arm underneath the left, bind eagle arms. And I'm like, fuck, 
no <laughs> damn it I'm not again and, um, but then finally like the cue that really brought it cueing is so important to me I'm a very alignment based teacher and um, that was what really I think until I understood the importance and the uh, quality of cueing that I have now um, that's when I decided I was comfortable teaching because I was able to say what I needed to say clearly because mm-hmm. I was coming from a personal trainer background and having been injured I was so afraid of injuring people so I didn't feel good until I knew that my cues were solid and because Shannon was such an amazing like cue master um, I was able to draw from her knowledge um, so eagle pose <laughs> back to that <laughs> eagle pose was my most hated now I love it because it totally opens up my shoulders front and back heart um, and then hate I'm lately starting to hate the splits again because my hamstring on the right side feels like it's tugging because I need to foam roll or I need to practice my, I've been sitting too much doing music. I've been doing your music. music. <laughs> yes. I've been sitting for literally today was probably like nine hours, just, just straight, not getting up. And, um, and so my body feels like what I think people always talk about how bad they from yeah, being people that work people. at a desk okay. yeah yeah like yeah. I'm starting to feel like I'm getting hunched back <laughs> and like but thankfully I do I need to stand more but I do have like I couldn't buy a chair because I could not sit in a chair I bought an old table uh or an old door to make into my desk um and my husband made it into my desk and then because it was so high I needed to cuss find a custom chair so I bought mm-hmm. from home goods an end table that's just like a really big oh. um, circle circular end table that like you can open the lid and put bank blankets in and stuff and then lock it shut um, I've got that because it was wide enough to sit a meditation cushion on so oh, that's awesome yeah so I'm at least oh, able smart. to sit in easy pose the whole day or like poses that would be comfortable on a meditation cushion instead of like a sitting 90 degree posture for hours. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, so if you had to pick your very favorite pose, like if you just had to pick one pose, like your go-to yoga pose, go to yoga pose, just like your absolute favorite. Like you're just so happy when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Should I love all of them so much? Like, and, but okay. So the thing that I feel like I really need every class is like, what I've never really been taught. It's, um, I take a, I guess it's a variation of like a cobra slash puppy dog, like, um, knees, chest, and chin, essentially, Mm -hmm. um, knees, chest, and chin, puppy pose, but like, uh, but my legs are a little more extended than puppy puppy pose. My hips aren't directly Uh, over my knees. It's like, mm -hmm. it's like you're in cobra, but your butt is just really poked up. And then I'll often, have my hands at chest level with elbows drawn in. So it's like, it looks like cobra arms almost, but I'll have to show you. So yeah. Picture, do you know <laughs> so what I mean? Take a picture and show us. I mean, <laughs> I do personally, I love puppy pose and I've never ever to this day been to a class where anyone has taught it. And it, I do it every morning. It just feels yeah. good to me. Cause you're but nobody ever teaches it. Yeah. Yeah. I need, the reason I do it is because I feel like we don't ever have compression of, of the sternum. Like we never, mm-hmm. we have everything yeah. else pressing into the ground mm-hmm. except for the heart. And so I feel like, I don't know, my heart chakra is like, it needs extra, like it needs uh, extra pressure. And so I've just grind it into the earth and it helps open my neck up and my shoulders up. It opens everything up. So That's awesome. I recommend it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What about, so you did give us some amazing wisdom for new teachers or even if you, you know, teachers have been teaching for a while, you just had some really, really good tips. Um, Do you have any other advice? Like if you could give one piece of advice to any new or aspiring yoga teachers, what would it be? Number one tip. Um. Number one tip to aspiring yoga teachers is to figure out what you love doing in class. Like figure out what it is uh, that makes you the happiest. Don't look for some niche that you want to get into to try to make yourself unique. Let that, if that thing is simple, like 
you you're uh let's say you have a desire to teach down dog like this way all the time or that's a bad example but like um (laughs) (laughs) no like uh like don't just go teach kids because you think it's gonna be a great a great niche to fit into like teach like the people that you enjoy and connect with the bet the most and teach it in a way that um, is authentic to you like it's good to kind of have teachers to mirror in the beginning but really be eyes open eyes wide open to figure it out what it is that you love not just copying other people Mm -hmm. and I think that that's going to be the biggest thing to your happiness because Um, that's why it's so great because some people like created art yoga like people are actually making paintings while doing yoga and people are actually like doing music while they're doing yoga or they're doing um drinking wine while they're doing yoga (laughs) (laughs) drinking wine in a handstand (laughs) yeah so or or yoga trapeze um which I'm excited to do with you Nastasha yes I can't wait I'm so excited I'm learning so much like really I I've always like or at least I thought in my head that I didn't have like upper body strength Uh I just I don't know like I just always told myself I didn't have upper body strength and I've really surprised myself with like some of the things I've been able to do for sure in the past couple of days, like I'm like, let me just try it. And then I'm do- and then I do it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I, guess I do have some strength, you know. Like I just don't. <laughs> Sometimes you just underestimate for yourself, sure. just because I, um, you know, just after having two kids, it's really hard to get your strength back, especially in the core. Uh-huh. Um, so that's something that I'm always always working on. So like my core and upper body is is um, it's not weak, but it's just you know not the strongest so it's definitely something that I'm always working on well the trapeze is like the best for those two things especially Mm -hmm. like it's so core it's so uh like upper body grip strength like your grip strength is gonna improve and you won't even realize how valuable that is until you actually have it because it makes it so that you can just hold on so much longer and do so many more fun transitions like if you're wrists your forearms your hands hurt while you're doing it just hang on a little longer and Mm -hmm. you'll get over that hump faster and you'll be able to do so much more so much faster because um but just stretch your wrists and hands after because that's really important because you don't do that during you have to remember to do it after um otherwise you start to get like like right now well if I have an ailment right now, it's totally music related. It has nothing to do with yoga. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my left wrist is bothering me. And so I have to be, so I, just, if you have ailments, always be sure and tend to them um, separate from your, your trapeze. Oh yeah, absolutely. The only thing I noticed, which um, I've had my trapeze for like over a year, I think I got it. Um, and I don't, I, ha- I, just wasn't practicing on it as much just, you know, cause life gets busy and I've been teaching yeah. and kids and all that stuff. But now since I'm in the training and I'm using it like several times a day, I've had to like take my rings, like my wedding rings off, off right. and stuff. Yeah. Cause I'm starting to get blisters. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it isn't. And I've realized how I used to wear, I used to be decked out in jewelry, gemstones all the time. And like, cause I'm a big crystal girl, but like, um, I've taken them all off because of this quarantine and because you can't be wearing jewelry when you're recording music because you can actually, you can accidentally hear it when you're recording. And so I just always take it off and I don't want to hit my drums with my rings on because then it's just, it can damage them. But, um, so it's important to not wear jewelry sometimes, you know, like it's extra weight and it, it throws your alignment off in such small ways that create big ripple effects all the way up. Like, I don't know how, how many rings you wear at a time all the time, but definitely, don't get in a habit of yeah, this is advice from it, somebody who knows that you will feel better. Your neck will feel better if you don't always wear your big gaudy rings in case you have, in case you have gaudy rings like I did. Cause I had <laughs> one on every finger. <laughs> oh my, oh no, no, I'm not like that. I just have okay. um, just my wedding, you know, my wedding rings. And then I have two small um, bands on my other hand. Oh, okay. But no, they're very light. Just, you yeah. know. They're like a part of me though. Yeah. You know, like especially yeah. my wedding rings, but 
um, like I said, I just realized like since I've been practicing more, like, oh, I should probably take them off. It's just that whenever like when Felicia, when you and I like did trapeze class together, I I don't ever recall the mm-hmm. teacher saying like you might want to take your rings off. But like for me, now that I'm practicing a lot, like it it would be, you know, something that I would think about. Yeah, especially if you do a lot of the grabbing of the hammock instead of just the handles, like mm-hmm. you'll be able to, there is, a, there are a lot of therapeutic elements that you can have to your hands and wrists using the hammock part um, when like slipping through it, which I'll show you sometime, but like, it's like wrapping your arms around the hammock and like then mm-hmm. getting traction as you pull, like slip out of it and it kind of mm-hmm. like massages your forearms all the way up to your wrists to your hands to your fingers and if you oh, have your that rings sounds amazing it is and when you have your rings on it like interrupts that flow so yeah I get that yeah so yeah. sorry we got way off subject <laughs> <laughs> talking about, about trapeze <laughs> <laughs> that's the other yeah. love of my life like tra- trapeze yoga climbing music number one um so it's not too off topic at least it's in the genre of of our meeting (laughs) well so we know that you're like this amazing wise yoga teacher um but tell us a little bit about like your other passion your musical passion like how you got started in that that was um so like in high school I didn't even show up most of the time unless I was going to choir class. Like I was, <laughs> I was truant. I had no plans to take the SATs to go to college, any of that, because I was going to be a big star because I was going to be this like rock star. And it was, I knew it from birth. I was this just, I was so like ready. And, and in fact, I like, I had a gig set up to um, like move to LA. A guy from uh, Nathaniel Kunkel is a producer out in LA, and um, he his wife is a songwriter, and she found me on YouTube because there was a time in my past when a friend of mine was recording me on YouTube um, and repost- posting videos of me singing a cappella. To... You have a beautiful voice. Like, oh, such you. a beautiful voice. I'm like, oh. <laughs> thank you. Um, but I would sing a cappella in front of the camera, like, back in the day when YouTube first started. And Wait, are you people... talking about Jessica Weber? Yes! <laughs> I totally... Yes! I remember this. I'm having flashbacks. I remember this. <laughs> I forgot you knew about this. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I worked with her. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Oh, my so God. So random. <laughs> That's so cool. Oh, my God. Uh, I totally forgot. Okay, so just yes. a, yeah, a little background information for the listeners. <laughs> um, so we're all from Williamsburg, Virginia area. And um, Lark and I know each other from just back in the day. We had mutual friends in high school mm-hmm. um, and sometimes ran in the same circles bad circles <laughs> anyway <laughs> we don't need to talk about it but good we'll go thing there we, in another confession yeah, yeah um but good thing we both took um better paths with our paths sure. with our lives <laughs> but anyway so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, your youtube videos yes okay so yeah my youtube videos the um producer's wife found me and she emailed me and jessica and said hey um you need to come out and audition for this album I'm writing. And um, so she flew me and Jess out there to LA because Jessica was kind of acting as my manager at the time. And um, like we got there and it went really well. And I got the album. He was like, pack up your life, lose 10 pounds and move here. Whoa. And so, (laughs) so, and I was never fat. I just was never like, I mean, I was just, I just thought you were, you just had like an athletic build. Like you just always had. Yeah. 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 But I guess like they want you to be skinny. And back Mm -hmm. then, like, yeah, this was like, it was before this movement now. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It was the Kelly Clarkson. It was the, the, not Kelly Clarkson because she's actually a little um, curvy, but the uh, Carrie Underwood uh, auditioned Uh... for. American the same Idol. year mm-hmm. that I, yeah, she was, so I auditioned for American Idol too, and I actually made it really far, but like, um, so I, uh, I met my husband though, so we, we, uh, we worked together at a 
at a timeshare resort here in Williamsburg. And um, I went back to work to pack, you know, settle up. And um, I was passed by my now husband. He was like this super fit, like, I don't know. He looked like he was on steroids. He was like one of those thick meatheads that I couldn't stand even looking at. And I thought he was such a douchebag, but I saw him (laughs) in the gym and I was like, hey, you. Oh, will you tell me how to work out? I've been doing cardio and abs for months and I'm not getting anywhere. And so he started training me. And then um, the rest was history. And so I let the whole dream go out the window because, like, Mike has a daughter and he, there was no way he was going to move away with me to L.A., but I couldn't leave him. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just kind of, like, stuffed that away and, like, music was no longer for me. And um, I guess I've felt like I needed to find like a real job now. And I was like, holy shit, like my life is completely not the thing that I was planning on. And so um, I actually went out for the fire department <laughs> and um, I I got in, but then like, and it was like a, a year long interview process. And like the day before we were supposed to show up for training, the chief, after having gotten through all of the, the interviews, And he called me and said, don't report to work on Monday. Your paperwork didn't get pushed through human resources and you'll have to try out again next time. And I was like devastated. I was like, how can you do this to me? I quit my job. Like I, I dedicated so much of my time and energy into this interview process and I have this job now. I'm supposed to be working for you now and being paid to be trained to be a firefighter. Thank God that happened because I tell you what, I could never, ever, ever, ever go into a burning building or give anybody any kind of injection either. I could not be an EMT. Oh, my God. What was I thinking? So my husband did that with me. And so then he became a firefighter. So it was all for him. And um, and so I was like, well, shit, now I got to figure out what to do. And Mike was a trainer at the time. So he was able to be like, you know how to work out. Why don't you do that? So I buckled down and I in three months I graduated my um I did my uh personal uh, personal training certification that you get in two years I did it in three months and I was like okay here we go I'm 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 good and so I started training and then and then I got into the yoga I don't really yeah I don't really remember how the where the original question was how that No, it's totally fine. We, um, so, we were asking you about, uh, or Felicia asked you um, how you got started in music. <laughs> okay, so music. So I'm. <laughs> well, so we know back... you've always been musically inclined since you were, since okay. birth, you said. Right. But so now, thank God, I was, <laughs> I was in, <laughs> I was in Chipotle. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Your laugh is making me laugh. <laughs> oh okay. my gosh. Hold on, I got this. Okay. <laughs> um I was in Chipotle one day and um <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. I um and uh so I uh my husband and I had started a different business and I we have a vehicle that has a wrap on it that says Overland Gear Exchange and it's this big like souped up uh Lexus GX 470 with like all the all the gear on it to go overlanding because that's the other thing we do is like we go off-grid camping and stuff um and as I was getting out of this truck um this other couple was walking in the door and uh he was like hey I've seen your truck around town a thousand times and I'm sorry to say that I have not looked up your website here. Let's do some selfless, self, self, uh, shameless self advertisement. And you look me up and I'll look you up while we're waiting in this long ass line. And so I looked him up and his name's Ryan Farish. And I couldn't believe that like, I don't know, a quarter of the songs that I have in my playlists were made by him. Like he is a music, like a legit musician in Chipotle um, like wow. somebody that I already listened to, who's like incredibly amazing. And like, just, uh, like the last three albums of his, I think made the number one on the electronic music boards and he lives in Williamsburg. 
And really? I was like, this oh. was like, is so <laughs> divine. Like God keeps like universe, whoever keeps bringing music back to me because it was truly my God given gift, like the thing I'm supposed to do. And it, it, and you know that something is meant for you when it just keeps like being smacked upside your face, like mm-hmm. in, in really he- heavy ways. Like how weird is it that I met this guy who happens to play the music of the genre that I actually like instead of pop music, like Thank God I never started making pop music because I don't even like it. I don't like <laughs> I don't like country music, which I was also singing. I don't like any of the music that I was making, and I've always loved yoga music. I've always loved like electronic chill out music, which is my genre. And um, so I told him I was like, "Oh my God, I love this music," and I didn't even tell him I was a musician at the time because I wasn't. I haven't. I hadn't been up until two years ago. And, um, uh, I said, uh, he said that, um, a lot of people who do like overlanding, like travel blogs and stuff, use his music to dub over their videos of travel videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my God, this, your music would be perfect to dub over my videos that I want to make to, uh, reach more people through yoga. Cause I was my my goal, the thing I was, my niche that I was fitting into was like creating this online program that I had made, which is made, but I still haven't made the videos because the reason I hadn't made the videos was because I, I'm, my teaching is driven by the music. Like I can't, I can't teach, I could, but I don't want to teach to, without music um, because it's bland. It's, stale like I could just do it to the breath but like there's something about the frequencies that make my body pulse in a way that I just love then I know that you guys will love so um like I didn't want to teach but so um music is really expensive if you want to use it on your things you're going to sell or you have Mm -hmm. to get royalty free music that just kind of sucks and so I wasn't going to settle for that. So I just like was putting off making these videos. And I was like, oh, my God, you're here for me because I need to use your music on my videos. And he's like, you have to use my music on your videos. Of course, I'll totally let you use it. No problem. Um, and so I was like, awesome. Like, let's stay connected. And um, and then when I went and did some more research, I realized, like, how much I loved his music. And then I sent him a couple of my old videos that Jessica took and I was like by the way in case you ever need because he has like scat lyrics like I have in mine um of women singing I was like if you ever need a vocalist just in case you know I'm I'm not one to like say things like this I'm not gonna like (laughs) ask to do anything like this but just in case you should know that I can sing and um and he emailed me back immediately and was like wow like like, wow, like usually people send me stuff and it gets awkward real quick, but like <laughs> we need to, we need to talk about this. And he's like, you actually are like, uh, he, he would, bo- I don't know. I don't know how to actually boast about myself, but he was really, really boosting me up and saying all kinds of nice things. And so ever since then, for two years now, we've been, he's been helping, um, guide me through like how to make the music, like. I didn't know how to make electronic music. I didn't just learn that like overnight. I YouTubed the shit out of everything and then had him saying, buy this and buy that. And Well, he never said buy this. He's like, I would advise you to buy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, don't quote me. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, the music was because I was lucky enough to run into Ryan Farish and he prompted my, um, my my passion again it was like this was what are the odds that I get to make I get to combine the two things I love so much like yoga music and yoga like this is just it's perfect. phenomenal absolutely yeah. the stars definitely aligned absolutely um and just so everybody knows um that the music that we use at the beginning of our podcast is by Lark and it's the song Pendulum um, Felicia you. and I just both really loved that song. Um, it's from her album In the Flow. Just a little Thank plug you. there. <laughs> Thank you for that plug. Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs. I feel like that one really co- encompassed uh, the my love of like 
world music and electronic music because like mm-hmm. world music I love like the drums I love like I was just gonna say my other I my know. other favorite is to Montezuma I love oh my that god song. me too those love are it. my two favorite yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love like the birds the drums like the kind of like native sound I just really like it yeah love it I'm a big it's almost like it has like a spooky sound, almost like eerie, to it. like spooky Esoteric. forest, whimsical, yeah. like yeah. I like as soon as I, because she's like, you got to check out my friend. She like makes this really great music, and I was like, okay. And I like listened through oh, like the whole you. album, thank and I you. I loved all of it. But as soon as I like heard this that song, yeah. I was like, all right, this is the one. <laughs> I was like, I'm just in love with this. Song. Like awesome. we have to use thank this. Thank you. It makes me so happy. Like I'm. Like, my music makes me so happy, but, like, when I hear other people saying that they like it, it makes me so fucking happy. <laughs> like, I love it. <laughs> can't explain it. It's just, like, it's reassurance that you know you're doing yeah. something right in yeah. life. Like, it's so cool. <laughs> I would imagine, like, I'm not a mother. Like, I'm a dog mother. Like, here's Lily. She's amazing. But, um... I can only say, I can only imagine that like creating a song that's the closest thing that that's your child that's your that's baby that's my child yeah, yeah. the album my is songs your baby. my children for sure yeah. um yeah. so what do you think is like your biggest um inspiration like when you're creating music like where do you get your inspiration from um I all those yeah sounds like honestly so my my music is very frequency based chakra based like I'm trying to deliberately stimulate um, energy in your body that, like, I want you to feel at a certain time in a certain way at a certain point in the class because my album is designed to set the tempo for a very satisfying vinyasa class. It's supposed to, like, in the beginning, the very first song is for grounding and centering. So it leaves enough space for the teacher to be able to... um, use inspiring uplifting um verbiage the music doesn't uh, interfere at all it's just it kind of uh, helps harness what the teacher wants to say and uh and it just it, it, it stimulates all of the chakras but it helps drop you down it has this uh, energy of like this vibe of <sighs> come down into your body and um and then the next song, and they all bring in different elements. So, like, the first song has, like, a deep, deep rhythmic drum that really anchors the root. Um, but you can barely hear it. It's just at a frequency level. It's like uh, it so only happens. So, hmm. not to interrupt, but I noticed, like, when I listen on my headphones, mm-hmm. it's almost, like, more powerful. Like, I don't know how to yes. describe it. Like, I, it's, I don't know. It's that's, weird to describe it. but <laughs> I'm glad you said that because it is, I mean, that's the, that's my that's my fine-tuned tweaking of the panning sounds left mm-hmm. and right because my like music is 3d sound it's um the electronic music you can do that with it's mm-hmm. not just like an instrument to your left an instrument to your right and an instrument in front of you it's like you can put sounds all the way 100 360 degrees in mm-hmm. different directions and um so like so yeah, but like the first song and then the second song is uh, there's a water element that rushes in in the beginning and um, it's supposed to stimulate the sacral chakra. And then the third, uh, the third chakra, it has a fire crackling in the beginning. It's, you can hear it like a campfire feel in the, um, in the call of the wild song. And then uh, the heart chakra and then you'll hear like 580 hertz a lot, like in, in in a lot of the songs, actually, all, almost all the songs are are pumped up with 580 um, hertz because that's a very healing energy. And uh, and then you go all the way up to the crown, and the tone and the tempo rises. So by the time you get to the middle of the album, like around pendulum, you're ready. To, like you feel good to do standing flows and balancing postures and stuff at that point. Um, and then the, the tempo and the tone sort of has this sense of finality coming in like the sense of accomplishment vibe the tone changes from like lifting you up to actually like bringing you back down and then uh so you go back through the chakras again so you like go up the shishumna and then back down um to help you ground in shavasana and uh so yeah 
I don't know how I got on that either. <laughs> I was no, it's going totally back to fine. Me. No, I love it. I love it. Um, okay, so I'm going totally off script. <laughs> sure. Okay. Would you sing a, a like a one liner for us, like a little? I don't know, like two lines <laughs> for your favorite from your favorite song. See, this is the thing that I have asked. For this is the thing that I have been the affirmation, the intention I've been saying aloud for years to be able to have the confidence to do something like that. Like, I want to be able to sing on command, on cue, in front of whomever I want at any time. And so now I'm actually being asked this question, and <laughs> I'm now it's time to deliver. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yes. Yay! Hey. you can't actually see me so you can't you can probably hear the size of my smile and the redness in my cheeks but um yeah so like what 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 would you like to hear is that, is that, just that... something that makes you like <laughs> whatever makes you yeah, comfortable like a happy like, um I, I i imagine that like a lot of singers have like a go-to song or like a comfort song that you just feel so comfortable singing it and it makes you happy <laughs> Like your karaoke oh, song. <laughs> well, um, shit, I don't know. Okay, so, like, that's the other thing is I haven't. I'm because I'm still finding my sound. I'm I'm still figuring out exactly how I want how I want to. And I know it's an evolution. Like, it's even if I decide how I want to sound now, it might sound different ten years from now. But um, I think. Sing what you sent to oh, Ryan. Oh, yeah. Perfect. If you remember. <laughs> what did I send him? Oh, God. It was, like, the trouble with love. But the problem is if I sing those things. No, it's it's fine. I'm, I'm going to do, I'm going to do, uh, I'll sing you part of um, Keep Singing My Song. It's a Christina Aguilera song. <laughs> yes, yes, girl. Okay. Yes. Okay. You might need to edit this out. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll be the judge. Don't you worry. Okay. So, um, I almost feel like I need to like turn my fan on. Or I wish I don't know. I even get stage fright just with my husband being downstairs. I don't know. It's harder for Aww. me to sing in front of the ones I love than it is in front of complete strangers. But okay. So, and I might even, I think I'm even going to take my earphone a little farther away from me so I don't feel like, I don't know. Okay, ready? Set. Yes. Go. Okay. I woke up this morning with a smile on my face. And nobody's going to bring me down today. Been feeling like nothing's been going my way lately. I decided right here and now that my outlook's going to change. That's why I'm going to say goodbye to all the tears I've cried and every time somebody hurt my pride and feeling like they won't let me live life and take the time to look at what is mine and I see every blessing so clearly and I thank God for what I got from above I believe they can take anything from me that they can't succeed in taking my inner peace from me. And they can say all they want to say about me, but I, I'm going to carry on. I'm going to keep on singing my song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never want to dwell on the pain again. Oh, no, no. There's no use in reliving how I hurt back then. No, no, no. Remember the top well, the hell it up felt when I was running out of faith. Oh, every step I'm about to take. 
Who then stores a better day? Cause I'm about to say farewell to every single vine. All the fears I've held too long inside. Every time I felt I couldn't try. All the negativity inside. For too long I've been struggling. Couldn't go on. But now I'm found. I'm feeling strong and I'm moving on. That's as far as I'm going to go. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was Yeah, great. Oh my, <laughs> my God, my voice is shaking so hard. Oh like, my gosh. I'm you shaking. Sound, so. You sound so, so good. Like, you can just like really hear like the really passion good. in your voice. Mm. I've, I've just, I mean, I've always known that you've had a beautiful voice, but you can just really, really hear the passion. You know, it's not just like, here I am singing the song, but you know, you could just hear that you love, it comes from within. Like it really does. Yeah. Thank you. That was amazing. Thank you so much for doing that for us. I know it took a lot, even though we can't see it you. It did. You guys, you have, I mean, it was helpful that you couldn't see me. I'm glad I was able to do it because it's one song that I've never actually shared with anybody. Like I've never actually done that one. And like, but it's the one that I always warm up with because it's got such a, like, there's so much range in it that it, mm-hmm. like, warms up my voice real good. But it's also, um, I don't know, it, the message in it is very, it resonates with me because, I don't know, I'm going to keep singing my song. Yeah, I like that. No matter what. Very yeah. powerful yeah. words for sure. Yeah. That was awesome. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> You're welcome. That was so you. awesome. <laughs> All right. So, um, in conclusion, do you have, or do you want to tell everybody like where they can find you as far as like social media website, um, where they can find your music, all that stuff? Yeah. So that song has no, uh, th- has nothing to do with my music. <laughs> For those we just wanted listening. to hear your beautiful voice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That's an old school way of sounding. That's, that's kind of just like shows off like my chops, but it's not how my music sounds at all. My music is very like, um, my, the vocals you hear in it are, are ambient. They're not distracting. They're not like, they're not going to take over the song and make you think about it. It's just that my music is made for you to have on to foster your own creativity and growth. So, um, you can find that music on all music platforms, whatever you stream your music from, or if you go on iTunes, um, you can purchase it in all those places and stream it at, uh, my, Lark Yoga Music is my handle for all social media um, on Spotify and like anything music related, it's going to just be Lark in the Flow. So the name of the album is In the Flow. Lark is the artist. That's me. And um, but on my website, larkyogamusic.com, you can uh, hear all the music for free. And then it has links to all the various places that you can find it. So it's a kind of easy way to funnel filter into find what you want and you can kind of preview that kind of you can preview all the songs there and then my new album will release this summer um called paradise and i'm so excited about it because you know how like when you practice something you get better at it yeah so this album is even better (laughs) like this album is like oh i'm so excited it's so i think it's good i think it's really good um so keep your eyes and ears out for that release date I was gonna release in May and then I don't know uh, I'm kind of hesitant on when to because of this whole coronavirus thing I want to release at the right time fucking corona yeah now people just have extra time That's to they do their music and it's also home. nice because I've been able to write and like really 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 make like that's the other thing is I want to take the time to actually make this album like really really good so like things that I thought were done I'm like going back in and really shining up um so yeah I want to put in a little more elbow grace in this one before setting it off I'm so excited I can't wait to hear it thank you I can't wait to hear it really appreciate that so yeah please listen and follow and like and comment and subscribe I'm on youtube as youtube.com slash c slash lark yoga music um and I post little like previews of the songs that are being made uh, 
can show you kind of like behind the scenes of how I do it. So yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on our show, our very new podcast. You know, we're Felicia and I are so like out of our comfort zone doing this, but it's so fun. And we're, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. Thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to hear more of yours. I listened to the first one, so that's how I know about you guys. So I think that's wonderful. <laughs> and I, I'm just, I need to go back and listen to the rest. So thank you again for having me. And um, I hope to do this again with you sometime in the future. Absolutely. After your next album comes out, we'll have to have you yeah. back on. Yeah, for sure. That would be great. All right. Thanks, girl. Take care. All right. Thanks, ladies. Have a wonderful night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.